Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Joe Pesci's Vincent LaGuardia Gambini sings Just For You from 1998. <laughs> you know, it's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. <laughs> you mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just... What? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, so? man, let me understand this, because I don't, you know, maybe it's me, I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? That, of course, is actor Joe Pesci in his Oscar-winning performance from Martin Scorsese's classic, Goodfellas. Pesci has made quite a career of playing a lot of short-tempered, volatile characters in films like Goodfellas, Casino, and Raging Bull. Even in the family comedy classic Home Alone, he plays the film's villain. Goodfellas and Home Alone both came out in 1990, by the way. That really has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today, but I just thought that was a fun fact. You're welcome. Pesci has been acting pretty much his entire life. When he was just five years old, he was already appearing in plays in New York. But Pesci also has a connection to music, which started when he was just a teenager in Newark, New Jersey. Though they were several years older than him, Pesci was friends with Frankie Valli and Tommy DeVito, who at the time were singers in a group called The Four Lovers. During this same time, there was a teenage band from New Jersey called The Royal Teens. They had a hit single called Short Shorts that went to number three in the United States. Short Shorts was written by the Royal Teens piano player Bob Gaudio. While the Royal Teens were out promoting Short Shorts in 1958, a 16-year-old Joe Pesci introduced his friends Frankie Valli and Tommy DeVito to Bob Gaudio. This was even featured in the 2014 film adaptation of Jersey Boys. So listen, we got this jazz group, you know? We're playing up in Bergen Field with this kid. And this kid, he plays like a madman, he writes songs. And I'm thinking, this is the guy you're looking for. Yeah, for what? For the group, the band, the lovers, the Romans, whatever the hell the name is this week. Yeah, what's his name? Gordon. Bob Gordio. If you want, I can arrange a sit-down. Oh, right. Look, I hand her the sit-down. You keep taking care of the bowling pins. Tommy. The kid's a genius. You're gonna thank me for this. And don't forget, I discovered him. Yeah, that Joe Pesci. The film actor? Who knew? Soon after the meeting, Gaudio left the Royal Teens and one year later joined the Four Lovers. One year after that, the Four Lovers changed their name to the Four Seasons. By 1962, they had their first number one hit. In the 1960s, Joe Pesci had tried to make a music career for himself. He started playing guitar in bands and for a short time even played guitar for Joey D and the Starlighters, best known for their number one hit in 1962, 
Peppermint Twist. Pesci didn't play on Peppermint Twist or any of the band's recordings, but his short stint with the band puts him in good company. Another guitarist who had also had a short stint in the band? Jimi Hendrix. Joey D and the Starlighters even released a movie in 1961 called Hey Let's Twist. Though he wasn't playing in the band at the time, Pesci appears in the movie as an extra. Here's a clip from The Late Show with David Letterman where Letterman surprises Pesci with a clip from the movie. I realize this isn't as good without the visual, but I'll post the visual on Instagram, so make sure you're following at Bizarre Albums. Pesci looks genuinely delighted to see it. We have some footage of one of your early films. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is it, is it beeped and bleeped out? No, no, no. It, this is, this is I, it's some kind of dance deal. It oh, looked, well, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, it was, it was a thing. I was an extra in it. it was it Hey, Let's Twist? Oh, well, are you kidding me? What else could it be? Of course it was. It, of course it was Hey, Let's Twist. You remember that, Biggie? Yeah, roll it, Hal. Here's uh, Joe Pesci in Hey, Let's Twist. Now, that's not you. That's not you. That's, where are you? There he is right there. That is me. Joey, is there is there any talk of doing a remake of Hey Let's Twist <laughs> or a sequel or something? I don't think I could get How old in. were you there? Uh, I was 17 or 18. Oh, my goodness. In 1968, Pesci released an album of his own entitled Little Joe Sure Can Sing. It was released on Brunswick Records. Pesci had said he was called Little Joe as a reference to jazz singer Jimmy Scott. DangerousMinds.net has a quote from Pesci that says, just as he was called Little Jimmy, they were calling me Little Joe. My first album, in fact, was titled Little Joe Sure Can Sing. All I wanted to do was sing like Little Jimmy Scott. I became his disciple. I'd follow him around after gigs, see if I could help him in any way. We'd sing together nonstop for hours, sometimes all night. He'd teach me phrasing and harmony. The album was a collection of pop covers, and three of its ten songs were Beatles covers. The album pretty much went nowhere, and soon after, Pesci started a nightclub act with his friend Frank Vincent. Here's Pesci on Later with Bob Costas. We were talking about your background, and you, you've mentioned this guy's name a couple times, Frank Vincent. Mm -hmm. This is a guy you knew growing up or early on in your career, and he shows up in Raging Bull and in Goodfellas, right? Right, and, and Death Collector. He was in Death Collector also. What's the connection between you two guys? Frank and I uh, worked together in nightclubs. We had a group. Frank played drums and did comedy, and I sang and played guitar. We worked together with another kid, Pat Colello was a singer. Then we had another singer, uh, Vince, Vince Mazzi and uh, Ray Capri. We had different people we kept moving in and out of, and, and Frank and I would stay there. And then, you know, when the films came along, we did Death Collector first. Death Collector, also sometimes called Family Enforcer, was a low-budget crime movie from 1976. It was Pesci's first starring role. Robert De Niro saw the film and ended up recommending Pesci and Vincent to Martin Scorsese for Raging Bull. From there, Pesci's acting career took off, never looking back at music. With the exception of appearing in Michael Jackson's Moonwalker in 1988, though he didn't do any singing. Shut up! Shut it! Shut up! But in 1998, 
Pesci did return to singing. And in an unusual way. This time he wouldn't be credited as Little Joe. He would be Joe Pesci, but he would also be credited as Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, the name of his character in the 1992 hit comedy, My Cousin Vinny. Is it possible to two youths... To what? Uh, what was that word? Uh, what word? To what? What? Did you say utes? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two youths. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On October 13th, 1998, six and a half years after the release of My Cousin Vinny, Vincent LaGuardia Gambini Sings Just For You by Joe Pesci was released on Columbia Records. Merry Christmas, little fella. Track one is Yo Cousin Vinny. It's one of the few songs on the album that actually even tries to recreate Pesci's My Cousin Vinny character, a song seemingly just about everyone asking Vinny for money. Fredo was my cousin, he couldn't make his bail. I was talking to his father, he said, let him rot in jail. But I pitied his poor mother, she said I was a prince. I paid his bail, he's out of jail, I ain't seen the fuck since. Hey, cousin Vinny, yo cousin Vinny, is there anything that you could do for me? By the time we get to track two, Pesci has already turned into one of his mobster characters that he would often play instead of the Gambini character. Wise Guy features Pesci rapping over the music of Rapture by Blondie, a band that seems to keep coming up on this show, and it also has a chorus reminiscent of the theme song to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. At the fight sitting in the first row Everybody follows when I'm ready to go No need to show off, they already know I'm a wise guy I'm a wise guy It's a bitch that it gets you It's one of two songs on the album produced by Poke and Tone for Trackmasters Entertainment Incorporated. Poke and Tone were a hip-hop production duo composed of music producers Poke, real name Jean-Claude Olivier, and Tone, real name Samuel Barnes. At the time when this album was released, they were best known for their work with Nas, Jay-Z, R. Kelly, and Will Smith, just to name a few. The song also features Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on guitar. It was also the one song on the album that got a music video, though it's pretty hard to actually find a good quality version online. With the exception of the two poke and tone songs, the rest of the album was produced by Tom T-Bone Woke. Woke was best known as the basis for Hall & Oates and later for the Saturday Night Live band from 1986 to 1992. In fact, this album was packed with late-night TV house band musicians. Will Lee from Paul Schaefer and the CBS Orchestra, Lenny Pickett, the current musical director of the Saturday Night Live band, and multiple members of Jimmy Vivino's Basic Cable Band, who at the time 
were known as the Max Weinberg 7 on the old Late Night with Conan O'Brien show. Their horn section is featured prominently on Take Your Love and Shove It, which was actually written by Pesci. You, baby, I'm through with you. Take your love, shove it up your fucking ass. Let me hear the band. Oh, that's a good band. Let me hear the trombone. That ain't a fucking trombone, sorry. Ah, that's a trombone. Yeah, let me hear that tinkling piano. That ain't tinkling, that's rolling. That's fucking tinkling. I knew you could do it. In the liner notes, T-Bone Woke thanks the head of Sony Music Entertainment, Tommy Matola. Sony Music Entertainment was the parent company of Columbia Records, which released the record. And Woke thanks him for the opportunity of a lifetime. It's not 100% clear if he's referring to that being this record or not, but I just thought it seemed like it was worth mentioning. If it doesn't snow on Christmas, how's fat ass gonna use that sleigh? In case of rain, would there be a train that'll speed him on his way? If it doesn't snow this Christmas, how's fat ass get around to us? Say he breaks down on his way to town, would they let him use a bus? Robbie Hood is a reworked version of Louis Prima's Robin Hood. Instead of mentions of bows and arrows, Pesci's version mentions Smith and Wesson. Instead of Blue Boar Inn and Mr. Edom, Pesci name drops Brooklyn and Giuliani. A couple of years ago, a fellow named Robbie Hood, he used to rob the rich, most every chance he could. But you shouldn't get me wrong because he was no square. Where does trusty spit the West and he could part your hair? His fellows were Little John, another was Alan Dale. A hundred and forty strong, together they hit the trail. They would make their way to Brooklyn, fighting crime and sin. Giuliani told them where they should begin. They told from the rich man. Another big band classic on the album is a cover of a song made famous by Jimmy Durante, Old Man Time. I have a hunch this song was on the album simply so that Pesci could say Ute instead of youth to remind us of My Cousin Vinny once again. Old Man Time, this guy's so mean, the meanest man I ever see. He gives you youth, boom, he takes it away. He takes that nice curly hair and turn it gray. He makes you rich. Makes you I can't give you anything but love, baby. Is a jazz standard written in 1928 by Jimmy McHugh and Dorothy Fields. It has been recorded by countless artists, but for this version, Pesci is joined by his my cousin Vinny co-star, Marissa Tomei. Yo Cousin Vinny not only opened the album, but it also closes it. In fact, the final two songs on the album are Yo Cousin Vinny, first in Italian, and then in Spanish.
Other notable musicians who played on the album were Terry Adams of NRBQ and Pesci's old friend from the Four Seasons, Tommy DeVito. Oh, and by the way, Tommy DeVito is also the name of Pesci's character in Goodfellas. But in reality, the character was based on real-life mobster Tommy DeSimone. In 1991, Billboard introduced the Heat Seekers albums and the Heat Seekers songs charts. The purpose of the Heat Seekers chart was highlighting the sales by new and developing artists. That was the only chart Pesci's album reached, peaking at number 36 on Halloween of 1998. When 1999 rolled around, Pesci announced he was retiring from acting to pursue a music career. In 2003, Pesci, credited as Joe Dogs, recorded an album for Concord Records with jazz organist Joey DeFrancesco. That album was Joey DeFrancesco featuring Joe Dogs falling in love again. Girls gather to me like a moth to a flame And should their wings get burned You know I'm not to blame in 2006, Pesci returned to acting for his friend Robert De Niro's film, The Good Shepherd. 2017 was the last notable music appearance that Pesci has made. It was on a duet with his old friend Jimmy Scott for Scott's final album, I Go Back Home. And I feel you so. You go hear Jimmy Scott to sing, it's an experience. It's a serious spiritual experience seeing Jimmy in person. Because of Pesci's association with the Four Seasons, he was one of the producers of the Tony Award-winning Jersey Boys. In 2014, Jersey Boys was adapted for the big screen by an actor and director who has also released an album, Clint Eastwood. But that is for another time. Before wrapping up the show today, I wanted to tell you guys about the first piece of Bizarre Albums merch that is now available over at BizarreAlbums.com. It's an enamel pin an enamel pin that sings the blues, if you know what I mean. So head over to BizarreAlbums.com, click on the store link, and pick up that enamel pin. It'd be a great way to support the show. And I'll also throw in a free Bizarre Albums sticker with every order. Now, on to the plugs. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and go ahead and leave a review while you're at it. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums. And I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. If you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at BizarreAlbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.